Welcome to the Thought Leader Podcast. I'm Dr. Kent. And I'm Randy Baker. And on the Thought Leader Podcast, we search the world for interesting and fascinating and sometimes remarkably smart guests who are going to challenge the way you think, they're going to inform you of things that you may not have thought about, and they're going to ignite your imagination as we discuss all sorts of topics. All right, without further ado. Ana Maria, it's really great to talk to you. I think what I find most interesting is immediately as we were chatting before, you were bringing up your mother, your grandmother, your own name, your daughter's name. So clearly there's a, a big thread through your life of kind of being named by others and and stepping into that legacy. Is that a big part of you? It's, it is. In what way? Oh, and the fact that we are consciously aware of what other people may need around us and we do what we can to take care of that. So my grandmother, my great grandmother helped people learn more about God. My grandmother helped people with their bookkeeping needs. My mother was a seamstress. So anybody that needed uh, a hem taken care of or even a dress made, that was her, her thing. And now I'm helping people get jobs and my daughter is carrying on the legacy with helping people get homes. <laughs> so we're all about helping. That's, That's really interesting. interesting. So, yeah. Helping people get jobs. Does that mean that you're a recruiter or you're in HR or what does that actually mean? What that means is I'm teaching people some methods that I've learned along the way that have been the reason why I, I've never had a day that I haven't had a job. So, for example, resumes that not just talk about their description of what they did so much as how they contributed. Cover letters that are not just saying, hey, I see this job position that I want and this is what I'm going for. Instead of doing that, tell the people that are reading your letter how you fit with their culture. And then in the LinkedIn profiles, don't just put anything and anything out there. Make sure that you're intentionally putting exactly what it is that needs to be there for the human resource person to read and want to get excited about giving you a call for an interview. That's really interesting. So you're, you're writing with the target market in mind. Yeah, we're always talking about that in business. Yeah. So I'm most curious about, I, I don't want to fuzz over it because I thought that was a, one of the most beautiful rundowns I've ever heard of a lineage Will you tell us just a little bit more about each of those folks? Because I, I think that the idea of, you know, vocation and being called to whatever work you're called to and then doing your best with it, that's, that's a fascinating thing. And it seems like maybe that is what has driven you to be thinking about people's careers. But what, what do you feel about all these different, you know, job paths of all your ancestors? That's a very good question, Kent. Because up until this very moment, I never really much gave it some thought. Uh, we played with the names thing. But then when you're asking me out, well, what did they all do? And my mother was like very passionate with her seamstress work. She would help just about anybody that ever came to her charging or no charge. Just because she had such a great passion 
to help folks in that regard. <clears throat> my grandmother with her bookkeeping skills, same thing. And my great grandma, well, she's she's a, a, she was a devout Catholic and everything and anything she did, she bathed it with prayer and led a very successful life. And all of her family led a very successful life. So people would come to her and go, what's your secret? And so she would basically tell them what it is that she was doing. My grandmother, same thing. My mother, same thing. I'm doing the same thing in the way that people are really struggling with getting work. And so when I teach them these methods, I call them tips, tricks, and techniques. And it works for them because 93% of the people that I work with or work with me actually get hired. And 87%, I'm sorry, that's not right. 93% get interviewed. 87% get hired. And that's the truth. Um, so, so what do you see? So I, I guess if we go down that path, and then I'll, I'll pass the ball to Randy. I'm, I'm curious about how people are feeling right now, because I think you have a pulse, uh, like you have a finger on the pulse of how people are feeling. Yes. Um, and actually, the, the piece of it that I'm most interested in is not just the getting a job piece, but can I go it alone? So a lot of people are thinking, can I make a, a go of it by myself? Or should I get a job? Or what should my next steps be? I'm curious as to kind of what you're hearing and what you're feeling. What I'm hearing out in the job market is mixed. Because right now, there's a lot of people that are not as skilled as they want to be and are having to take mediocre jobs, $8, 9 hour, $9, and their childcare costs are rising incredibly above that. So they're really stuck. If they've got kids that are school age, what is it they do? COVID wasn't very kind to us at all in the sense that the children were not in school. And so the parents had to be home for the children. Parents are, are trying to figure out what are they going to do come fall? Are the kids going to go back to school? Will it be a hybrid situation? What kind of job could they get that meets with their children's needs? It's a mess. So people are reaching out to us wondering if there's an option for getting a, getting a real job online. <laughs> We're going back to 2013 when I was helping people get to work at home. So folks are now reaching out going, you know, is there really such a thing? Can I tap into this and make decent money? So you said a few minutes ago, Anna Maria, that your daughter, so that you help people get jobs and your daughter helps people get homes? Yeah, she's, she's a leasing agent or, or she was a leasing agent. She's now an assistant manager and helping other leasing agents at apartment complex in Phoenix. Oh, cool. Okay. So my wife comes from Phoenix. So, yeah, that's beside the point. So I, I totally understand what you were saying about your mother as a seamstress caring for people. My father was a butcher and the, the, he also, he owned his own business, but he also cared about people to the point where he, one Sunday, he actually went into the kitchen and took a roast leg of lamb out of the oven to give it to a family that wanted food. So it's that caring for people is very important. Now you've got a business now, is Prosperity Pathway your business or is that your philanthropic arm um, of another? I, it's, a, it's a business. It's a for-profit. And the sister to that is Onward and Upward is the nonprofit. 
So if you call me and you have a home and a computer, I'm going to be working with you through Prosperity Pathways. If you call me and you don't have a home and you don't have access to a computer, then we're talking onward and upward. Right. So let's talk Prosperity Pathways. I'd like to know more about that and what you need and what you're, who you're servicing in that business. Yes. So um, anybody that's looking for a job or changing career will have the opportunity to reach out to Prosperity Pathways and get this tips, tricks, and techniques that work so well that's not being taught, which really bothers me that it's not being taught. Because a lot of folks come to me from job centers that get one resume and being told, hey, all you need is one resume, one and done, go have a good life. Mm -hmm. Or they're being taught, the cover letter begins with, I see that you have a, a position open for XYZ. I'm your best candidate. That doesn't tell the human resources manager what the human resources manager needs to know at that second that they look at your packet because mm -hmm. you only get seconds of their attention. And then in the uh, LinkedIn profile, who's teaching everybody in the LinkedIn profile exactly what they need to be doing to catch the attention and be noticed and get contacted for an interview? Right. That's what we right. do. So these folks that come to you, what, what's the business model? Do you charge for your services? Yes. How, how um, yes. So there's one-on-one -on -one for $50. And for $50, we begin the, the journey with you for your application process. We give another follow-up, and that's usually all it takes. For $10, well, it's usually $25, but we've discounted it because of COVID and everything, probably till 2022. For $10, you, would, you could attend a webinar and get the overall information. The one-on-one -on -one is specifically to you, but the webinar at least gives you the overall tips, tricks, and techniques by which you can then run with it yourself or give us a chance to work with you through the journey. Wow. So your service is extremely helpful, extremely beneficial it can change people's lives if they follow the instruction and the work they do with you. So I'm wondering why your pricing is as low as it is. Because there's a lot of people that were in the same situation back in 2013 where they really depended on unemployment benefits to make it through life. And so we've got it at $50 so that whether you are in a situation where you're near homeless or you're not quite as bad, can still afford this. And I'm not doing it to make money. I have a full-time analyst job with an uh, online university. I don't need to be doing this at all. But again, that goes back to my lineage, like Ken pointed out. I what I think is interesting, what is beautiful there and really interesting, Anna Maria, is you're cut from the same cloth as I am. So I come from a family of, of servant leaders, right? Folks who just really want to give, give, give. What I've, what I've learned most recently is, particularly in, in working with Randy, who's, you know, kind of a giant in business uh, thinking, is the biggest impact you can make is by reaching the most people. So I think what, what, what I think is interesting about, you've got a couple options with pricing, uh, the $50 price point is interesting. If someone can afford 50, they could probably afford a couple hundred bucks 
if they can't afford 50, don't you still want to be serving them? So what I would almost look at is something more like a subscription model, more like a Netflix, like 10 bucks, 9.99, but it's maybe a monthly thing and they can cancel. But just just do it yourself. Just some things that you put together and it's it's for the community and everything else. Whereas on the other side, you know what? If you really pull your money together, maybe you can spend 500 bucks. And you're going to really have to buy into this. You're going to really have to be part of it. So anyway, just a rethinking of the model to say, how do you really help those folks? Because they are spending on Netflix and cable and different things. And so something to think about. And how do you create a business that's driving revenue so that you can impact hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands and millions of people, especially because you have this beautiful thing, which is you've got a foundation, which is you're taken care of, right? You've got a job, you've got this other thing. Fantastic. So then on the side, how do you create a a business that scales itself, pays for itself, hires people on its own, all of that? I like that because that's what I'm struggling with. Yeah. So one one of the things we found, Ana Maria, is the most interesting, the most interesting thing about pricing. If you're priced too low, people do not expect to receive much value for it. So for ten dollars, they're not expecting to get very much. So they'll go to the webinar, they'll only half listen, they won't follow it. Whereas the webinar is giving them life-changing information. So it would be interesting to experiment and see what happens in the results if you're charging $60 to do the webinar and $200 for your, for your one-on-one. What we have discovered with working with many, many clients is that clients work harder when they've got a little bit more skin in the game and they, they seek the value when they've paid more for it. So okay. You may find your results, which the stats you gave us were amazing, but you may find they will even improve more, strangely enough, by charging just a little bit more or changing the the structure of how it's paid because you're all about results. You've got a passionate heart and you're passionate about what you're doing. You've got a servant leader attitude and we love all of that. And because you do have that, that basis of income that you're you have, you have a job, you don't have to rely on this. I really encourage you to experiment with your pricing and see where the greatest benefit can be be reached. So um, how do you explain going from 10 to 60 and 50 to 200? Oh, That's quite a price jump. You just asked for it. Okay. With That's no explanation. Good. No. No. Okay. It's uh, a... That's still a low pricing for the value you're giving, but it's, I think Randy's very much kind of thinking about your audience. I mean, I, I would think about the value of what you're providing is, is priceless, right? It's probably worth 500 to $2,500, right? In that range. So if you're charging uh, 60, 200, whatever, you're still giving huge value. Yeah. So if, if you can if you can get somebody who can just simply change their resume, write the right resume, it's costing two hundred dollars. They fix up their Facebook page. They you've given them advice on how to approach recruiters. Mm-hmm. They're going to get a job that pays, you know, maybe twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars a year, 
whereas today they don't have that. So right. you've made a huge value impact on their lives. You need to be able to stand in conviction and say, I'm bringing great value to you. Uh, I expect you to meet me part way by paying a fair amount of money for it. Okay. Thank you for this advice. So, But I love what you're doing and I love the concept of the how to get a house, taking somebody from homeless to a house, the, the non-profit side of what you're doing. Yes. That concept is fabulous. I love yes. it. And the concept, and the concept of the, all the generations, right? Your daughter trying to get people a house, your mother trying to get people clothed. I mean, it's like yes. Maslow's, Maslow's, your great-grandmother trying to get people spiritual life, right? So yes. it's using all those pieces of Maslow's hierarchy, right? How do you fulfill all those it's neat. It's it's a so I so challenge for you is to kind of step into that brand because that's you, right? That's the Anna Maria that you were sort of christened to be. It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Kent. <laughs> I never yeah. really, I never really uh, take a mo- took a moment to to even consider that, but that is what happened. Mm-hmm. So where can folks find you? Well. I was asking folks to find me through my website, prosperitypathways.com. Great. We can start our our journey together from from that contact point. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time today. It's been nice chatting and keep us in the loop. We'd love to see where you take this. Okay. Okay. Thanks so much, Anna Maria. Um, You're doing great work. Appreciate it. Thank you, Randy. Thank you, Kent. Nice meeting you both. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been such a wonderful conversation today. It was surprising. It was intriguing. It was interesting. And this is just an example of the types of guests that we have on the Thought Leader podcast. And we would love you to subscribe so you get to hear the next issue. Or you can visit our, our website. Our website is thoughtpartnergroup.com and at the top you'll see a little button that says take the assessment. In one minute you can take the assessment and get a response from us. We'll read everyone. All right. Take care. Have a good life and we'll see you on the next one.